Welcome to Rachel Lawson's Shadows in the Moonlight podcast of poetry and stories. We hope you enjoy them. The Magicians, the Innocent Killer, the Necromancer, known as the King of Doom, awoke screaming after an especially horrific dark vision of a violent murder. His housemate was on holiday in America, so he did not hear him scream, and to work sweating. He was used to having dark visions, or things that will happen. It was his curse. He jotted down his vision in words, in a diary beside his bed, and got up and got a glass of water, went to the loo, returned to bed and tried to sleep again. He couldn't sleep. He got up, watched TV. On was a repeat of the Blake Report, his granddad's current affairs show. The necromancer has struck again, and as usual, the police want to catch him, but can't find him, the Dr. Blake Alexander. Lance knew, Blake knew, the necromancer was Lance's dad, who was wanted as a serial killer by the police. He hid in the open. He even helped the police as a superhero called the Enchanter. He was fearless and brazen. But enough about him. Lance googled the place of the murder from the images of the dream in the diary and found the place of the killing jotting down in the vision diary, the address and the time of day and the day of week from a newspaper in the vision. Lance was now able to go to the crime scene and prevent it, like you've done many times before. Not long before the murder, Lance Deer materialised from his home, masked and disguised as his alter ego, the superhero, the King of Doom. Materialising on the scene of the murder, Lance saw the victim. He walked up to them quickly. She was scared of the masked man who just peered out of fear in an empty street. At dusk, she dropped her newspaper and walked away from him in fear. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm the King of Doom, Lance said, chasing after her. The projector, she didn't believe him. Someone wants to murder you. I saw it in a vision, Lance said. She thought he was insane. She tried to run. He grabbed her arm to stop her running. Into the killer. Who was? It was somewhere around there. I don't want to hurt you. Lance said. Grabbing 
your arm, looking into her eyes. She screamed. I'm here to help you, Lance said, and felt a sudden pain in his head, and fell down on her, knocking her to the ground, with his tall frame and... The vision overcame his mind. He lay unconscious there, pinning down the terrified woman who saw what he did not. The man behind him, who hit him in the back of the head with a crowbar, the man slammed the crowbar down into her face, killing her. Wonder who he is, said the killer rolling Lance onto his back and unmasking him, looking at his face, thinking him dead. He put the bloody crowbar in his hand and left. Lance was not dead. He woke. Seeing the dead body, he was horrified. He felt something in his hand, a bloody crowbar, and put it together all wrong as the last thing he saw was a vision of her murder he thought he had committed it finding the crowbar in his hand settled in his mind he was horrified wondering why he did it he did not know why He would. Then he realised he did not know who he was or why he was there. He must have stalked and killed her and fainted before. He did what anyone who was confronted with being a murderer would do. He ran away. The killer saw him and followed him. Days later, Lance had an appointment with his father at a local restaurant. His father waited for him for an hour with a muffin for him and his son, and he hadn't arrived. So the enchanter asked the staff if they'd seen his son. They had not. So he got the muffins put in a bag and drove to Lance's home, thinking he may have forgotten the appointment. The enchanter knocked on the door of Lance's home. With the bag, there was no answer. It was strange. Lance's housemate was always at home. The enchanter remembered that he'd been told he was going to be on holiday in America. Junior, are you home? Shattered Lance Senior. The enchanter? His car is here, said the enchanter, noticing it in the car spot. The word father dematerialized and materialized in the house, not wanting to break in the door in case there was nothing wrong. He searched it. It was empty. And it seemed to have been so for four days. 
of the calendar in the kitchen. The enchanter looked around for clues of where his son was. He saw his son's vision diary and read it in case it had some clue. The last entry was about him going to stop a murder at the scene of the murder. The enchanter took the diary and dematerialised and appeared to his horror on a big crime scene full of policemen. Enchanter, what brings you here? said his uncle Simon, a police sergeant. I'm looking for Junior, he's missing, said the Enchanter. He came to prevent a murder. Mustn't have stopped it. How do you know? said Simon. It was in his vision diary. Said the Enchanter, what happened here? Know the vision, not who it was or why it would happen or why you still are here after four days. We're trying to find the killer's weapon. Know the killer? He was a serial killer, said Simon. You know the killer? said the Enchanter, seriously? Crowbar Charlie. He kills people with crowbars, said Simon. We found the blood of a human and the blood of a magician and a mask here, Simon said, concerned. I think he caught Junior. We'll look for him. He may still have him. Enchanter was really worried now. He gave the paper bag to his uncle, which was still in his hand. Here, have them. I've lost my appetite, the Enchanter said. He decided to hunt the killer, thinking he may find his son. The necromancer found the killer, with the help of his brother, the timekeeper was like Junior. He saw things to come and the past. Not just the bad. He led him through the place Junior was. Who are you? demanded Crowbar Charlie for the thousandth time. You tell me I don't know, said Junior scared and confused, tied to a chair. Let him go, Charlie said the necromancer, darkly appearing out of thin air. What are you? said Crowbar Seeb, appearing in the room. The necromancer, said the necromancer, pulling out his sword. Who's that? asked Junior, confused and worried. His dad looked dangerous. Oh, come off it, Doom, said the necromancer. First tried it, seeing his son scared of him. Doom, what is that? asked Doom, who had amnesia. The Doom Fairy, you are Doom, said the necromancer. 
The killer looked nervous. The necromancer was a serial killer noted for killing bad people, like him, sometimes killers. Was this doom plant? Was this killer hunting him? Let him go, said Doom, walking closer. Crowbar put a knife to Doom's neck. Go away, said the scared Crowbar. Let him go, said Senior darkly. Go away, said Crowbar. Oops, said Doom, who was so scared he wet himself. Yeah, that was disgusting, boy, said Senior. Okay, have the disgusting brat. Senior disappeared. Seconds later, materialising behind Crowbar, with his sword in the back of Crowbar, he drew it out. Nobody hurts my children, said the necromancer. The knife at Junior's neck melted into nothingness. Thank you, uh, Dad, said Junior, confused and nervous, not sure who the necromancer was. He was pandering to him. I think we better take you to the hospital, Junior said, noticing he was hurt and acting odd. Noticing his wet pants. Why are you home for a change of clothes? Senior said, cutting his son's bonds. How do you know I won't tell them what you did? Said Junior. I don't know what you'll do. I think you have amnesia, boy. That's why we're seeing Grandad said Lance, patting his son on the head. Junior grimaced in pain. He accidentally patted him where the crowbar hit. It was still tender. Sorry, boy. Said Senior, leading him into a swirling portal to his home. True. Freshen up. Before he went to the hospital morgue, where Blake worked as a coroner, for listening to Rachel Lawson's Shadows in the Moonlight podcast of poetry and short stories by the author. Come back soon and you'll hear some more stories and poetry by Rachel Lawson. Thank you for listening.